1: Possums, family and friends, welcome to Offensive Points Podcast Week 7 Game Previews. Now, before we get into these game previews, I have some fun news to share with you guys. There's a museum in Vienna who repeatedly tried to showcase the works that they had on uh, on Instagram and Facebook and everything, but they kept getting blocked because there were pictures of nude ladies and nude men because, you know, it's old art, right? So they art. started an OnlyFans page... To showcase this art, which I think is hilarious, and that marketing director needs a raise, absolutely, because that's just hilarious. I love the
2: intro. Billy goes, short intro, and Joe goes, I have a story for you. (laughs) Yeah. In the mountains of Vienna, Italy. In the mountains of Vienna, Italy. We're going to see a
1: little bit of rain this week. The mist is rolling off the cliffs. (laughs) Right. And then we're going to paint ourselves a happy tree. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, a little okay. mistake. Who cares? It's a happy
0: Welcome shit. to part two. This is the game previews. This is the this is the podcast that everybody's here for because that's what the oh, views are whatever. telling me. The other that's what the listeners are telling me. I don't Boy, care. Maybe. The other one's good too. Listen we had to a lot one. of fun in the first uh the first hour too, if anybody wants to go listen to that one as well. But yeah, so this is game previews, uh week seven. Got like six teams on a buy, so there's only fourteen games going this week. And guess what happened last week, guys? What Urban happened? Meyer won his first game.
1: Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Baby,
2: and copyright. Are we going to get copyrighted again?
0: No, no, no. We're not going to Well, because If we put this on YouTube, we will. But since we're not, that's fine. How'd they find that?
2: It's automatic. Dude, it's
0: yeah. Automatic. YouTube immediately was like yeah. copyright. We
2: had yeah. problems with that. <laughs> like, Damn with our it. I forgot stuff. it was in
0: there to be honest with you. Cause it's only happens once in the video that we posted, but I was going to say we, we do it a lot though. So Dude, that was the ball. Yeah. Well, in general, it's ever. fine. It's just, that was a super ballsy game.
1: I love it. Urban Meyer always balls deep. All right, let's get into some games. Joe, what do you got, right, got for Joseph, us? Joseph
0: kick us off. Do
1: you guys want to talk about some games? Yep. Yeah. No more London right. games. So we'll we'll hop to into my pirate ship and let's go down to uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, where it's gonna rain. It's gonna be a wet one, just like a pirate ship would be. The over/under in this game is 47, and Tampa Bay is taking on Chicago. So injuries for this game. It looks like Gronk's unlikely to play, and Damian Williams has yet to pass any COVID. Uh, he's still on the COVID list, so I don't expect him to play either. So. Really, just a recap of this game uh, Justin Fields and the Teddy Bears are going to walk the plank, matey, in this one. Uh, expect Brady and Antonio to continue their insane chemistry while plundering the Bears in their sinking ship. Captain of the Bears, Matt Nagy, will disregard any attempt to adjust the game plan, and the Bucks defense will sack Fields <laughs> 22 times in this one as the rookie continues to hold on to the ball 22. for way too long. Yeah, it's going to be bad. So really this starts for this week you start tampa bay and you sit the bears and we are going to stop um with any of the ronald jones shit man this this dude's just he needs to be gone wow
0: okay i loved all your pirate puns in there um, <laughs> i had fun right now very uh very time. well done um yeah i agree i hope the bears are ready for tampa bay I mean, on the you know, flip
1: side, we did have Brady holding up the four sign last year. when it's a it was good point. End of the game. So,
0: All right. Well,
2: um, let me let's let's uh, I don't have as many puns delivered, but um, we're going to go to San Francisco where it's rained for the first time in 16 years. Um, it's supposed to be rainy on this one, which is just weird because it doesn't rain there. But apparently my brother lives there and apparently it's been raining lately. And that's a thing. So literally um, the entire country. Has rained this weekend. Yeah, it's, it's, but San Francisco, it doesn't rain in California. I mean, good news is it's putting out the wildfires that are bound to happen. So, anyway, um, Indy did a great job. Uh, they're playing San Francisco. If I haven't told you that part yet, uh, they did a great job keeping it up. And I I just want them to keep playing and keep, keep enough, keep doing good enough to keep Wentz in that game. That'd be great. I just would appreciate that. But, uh, now Jonathan Taylor's getting involved really well in the passing game. And just giving him the ball in general. And San Francisco, I I don't I don't know what's going on with your train record of the team. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is starting. I don't know. Um, your running backs are starting to get healthy, but are you going to choose a lead back? I don't know. Anyway, my start here, as Joe uh, talked about, but you don't listen to our first part, so it doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> Carson Wentz is my start here. Uh, I'm mostly saying this uh, for the desperate here. I'm not like excited about starting Carson Wentz, but. Uh, he is only owned in 20% of leagues and he is QB 15 right now. So after a slow start uh the last four weeks, he's been pretty solid. Um And if you have someone better, please start them. But if, if you need, and with the buys going up and injuries and whatnot, uh, Wentz could be an easy steal right now here to get, some, get you some points, at least fill up that 20 point spot in your quarterback slot. So uh my sit is San Francisco running backs, uh, the aforementioned running backs that do not have a lead back. Um, yeah, sure. Um, Elijah Mitchell's the guy and he's looked good and he's looked honestly really great, but Hacey and Jeff Wilson are going to be coming back, not this week, but in the near future, potentially. I mean, technically Jeff Wilson could return this week. Um, they haven't said anything about it. Sermon hasn't looked good at all. Billy Jordan, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Um, I just don't, I don't know who the starting running back is here and I'm not excited about starting any of them. And Indy's run D is pretty legit. So it, like with buys, if you have to start when it's Mitchell, obviously, but I'd rather not start any of them. Uh, my stop is for this is actually really just kind of talking to Indianapolis. Stop not using Hines because you're shopping Mac. As a Jonathan Taylor owner, I'm, I'm I thoroughly appreciate this and it's great for me. But someone will buy Mac and he is good and he is healthy and we all see that. But like, I don't understand why you just stop using Hines as a fantasy football owner of Taylor. Everyone appreciates that, but. Like Hines won you games. Hines looked great. He like at least give him three three catches a game, like at the very least. But I, I just don't understand why he's like completely phased out, and he has had one catch in the last two games. So uh, maybe start using Hines a little bit. Uh, I get it because Jonathan or uh, Carson Wentz can't throw the
0: ball to a running back, but just think about it. Fair enough. I, I think Kyle Shanahan. He's not going to be. Maybe needs to be on the hot seat a little bit, just in, in my personal opinion. You traded all this stuff for Lance. The team looks like dog shit. This could not have been the plan. There's no way that you traded up to get Lance and you were this unprepared for the season. I know that there's been injuries at running back. That should not matter in a Kyle Shanahan system, but it clearly does. And this I mean, that looks odd. The only real problem for the team,
2: other than not using Ayuk, like for whatever reason, they, uh, yeah, but, what, head, you know, but why not? He's what gonna, gonna
1: have his a best problem. game of the year. I that. saw you
2: swept him in Sheba, and I really hope to God that
1: you you can get used to him. Like, I'm um, just he's, know, he's going this. to, man. I know mean, I mean, they, they had so, to figure good. out something in the buy. he was a first round pick. I mean, they they got to figure it out. Well, they have to do something
0: because this is not the they had Super
1: Bowl aspirations and so, they haven't lost that many people to
0: injury for it to be this like off the rails already. I want to let you know, this is why
2: I was talking about quarterbacks need to sit for a few weeks behind someone, which obviously Trey Lance didn't look good after sitting a few weeks, but Justin Fields got thrust into action. So that happened. But all these people that were like, you need to start Justin Fields. You need to start Trey Lance right away. You need to start Mac Jones right away. This is why you don't start rookie quarterbacks right away, because they need time to learn the NFL. They I just think college. in a
0: rebuild, it's fine. Give them, you know, like Chicago. But Who none cares? of those teams like they are rebuild. Not gonna... Chicago is a playoff team, though.
2: No, no. Going they have into the been, season.
0: They were last year. What has
2: changed? What has changed from Chicago the not last being a three playoff three years, team? baby. Yeah, like they are, play- they are a playoff team. I would agree two years ago.
1: The, last year, I think we, they, you know. Did they
0: not make the playoffs? They did. Did they not get a little lucky, though?
1: What they were it? still a playoff team, Billy. I what mean, not wrong. Take that away from my teddy bears
0: because they weren't going to win last season. Come no, on, they weren't going to win. They weren't, but,
1: but they their made
2: team it. is good enough to be in the playoffs because they've made the playoffs. So therefore, they are good. Okay, enough well, to they be need the to rebuild. That's why they drafted a quarterback. But they're not a rebuilding team. That that
0: insinuates uh, a team like the Eagles, which I just said it. Joe, is your team a contend a playoff contending team? <laughs>
1: Yeah. I think with the status of the uh, NFC right now, that yes, we can make it to the playoffs. Um, if Fields elevates his play, yes, we can be competitive. You all beat after... the Cardinals. You all beating Tampa Bay in the playoffs. We can beat the Cardinals. We're not going to beat Tampa Bay. Okay. I, I must be watching a completely different Bears team. I I don't know. See, Here's the thing with the Bears you're never going to understand them. And that's the beauty of it. <laughs> Fair enough. I just think with Matt yeah.
0: Nagy, who might get fired at the end of the season, if all you're right, not pulling that.
1: Let's get into is, the Bears, man. Oh, no, Billy's up. Never mind.
0: If you're if you're not calling a coach that's about to get fired and there's going to be a new guy in there, a rebuild, like I don't know what's going to happen.
1: We'll see. It's no, hard. Nagy needs to be gone. So does Pace. So does Ted Phillips. So does Virginia McCaskey. Not dead. But they're not rebuilding, the team though,
0: so none of those things can right. happen. All right, Billy, get to your I'm game, on. man. All right, well, I've been trying to put it off. Uh, so it's Cleveland-Denver. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thursday night football, baby. Uh, It's going to be fun. Cleveland is still supposed to win the game. They are favored in in the game. It's in Cleveland. Don't know how how, much – unless people are coming off the sideline or out of the bleachers to help them play offense, I'm not sure how they're going to fuel the team even. But my start for this game is for sure the Denver wide receivers, for sure. Courtland Sutton. I don't think Judy's back this week. They've not announced anything. Not right? yet.
2: I don't think he's going to come back.
0: Uh, so I don't think he's going to come back either. But Cortland Sutton's fine. Tim Patrick, fire him up. He's going to be good to go. And then Donovan Peoples Jones, I think, is the only other guy in this entire like, cluster that I feel good enough to start. You can throw out Dearness Johnson if you want to. If you want his first and only start to come against I'm doing it. Vaughn Miller, I. Uh, more power to you. He might fall into the end zone for a touchdown and that's really what you're hoping for. Um, I would not start him with confidence. He's not my sit though. My sit for this game is Melvin Gordon. Um, Cleveland's defense is still good against the run. I I will keep pounding the table. They are still good against the run. Austin Eckler's fourth quarter against them two weeks ago is the biggest outlier of all time. Uh, Last week, Neither running back really did a whole lot. They didn't really need him to because you're going to beat them through the air. So that's why I think Melvin Gordon would not be the guy I started this week. Javante Williams, however, I think should be fine to start. So fire him up if you have him. And then my stop is just Cleveland pass catchers. You're not going to feel good starting Donovan Peoples-Jones, but maybe with bye weeks, maybe you need to fire him up, and maybe that you would feel good about that. But if you have OBJ, I'm not going to feel good about that. Rashard Higgins maybe desperation you can throw him in there. Um, But other than that, like the tight ends are kind of getting used a lot. And then Jarvis Landry, when he comes back, it will, will be used potentially. It's been three weeks since he's even been out there. So my stop is just, just don't use Cleveland pass catchers. They're not reliable for fantasy this year. All right. So my argument for
2: Dearness Johnson and starting him is yes, the Broncos are number two in quotations uh, against the run, but they played, Week one, the the Saquon Barkley legless g- Giants. Then they played Jacksonville who hadn't decided to use James Robinson yet. Then they played the Jets who still haven't decided who their running back's gonna be. Then they played Baltimore, who has Lamar Jackson, and then Pittsburgh destroyed them and uh Jonathan Taylor and Kenyon Drake looked good against them. So I don't think that that number two is really extremely accurate.
0: I don't think so either. It's just, I don't know what Dearness Johnson, you know, I don't either. I don't, I don't either. know what that, I that not think he
2: offers. It's a, I, it's a gamble. I'm saying I think he's worth the gamble, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Well, it, and RB Mageddon, uh, that this week is well, has become, and not to gonna, mention you might have
2: to, like, not that's to mention the, the entire team's out. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be mean, different if yeah. Odell and Baker were playing. I think, yeah, hey, don't
0: want I'm not to saying to sit him. I'm just saying it's a gamble. Oh, absolutely. I'm taking it though. I'm playing it against you, so that's the best part. Fair enough. My team's dog shit, so I matter- <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Okay, go on, Joe. Oh,
1: you, you want me? Okay, so guys, we're going to load up in our rusty uh, rust bucket F-150 and drive down to Nashville, where the Tennessee Derrick Henrys are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> at Nissan Stadium. <laughs> um, the over-under on this game is 57.5, so Vegas is projecting a massive game here. But there is some rain in the forecast, so we need to be uh, cognizant of that. So um, it's a rainy day. With the rain, Derrick Henry is going to run all over the Chiefs. They have no answer for him. Uh, We have to remember, A.J. Brown was still recovering from two offseason knee procedures, but he finally looks like he's good, and he's starting to look like the A.J. Brown we know. Uh, Julio is not practicing this week. And, uh, I I mean, Tannehill in this game, it's an okay play if you want to play the high over-under but he's not as, as efficient as he usually is. And, you know, he doesn't have anything outside of Derek Henry and AJ Brown. So, uh, but both defenses in this one are, are garbage. Tennessee's defensive backs are all injured. So Mahomes is going to throw it all over. If it does rain, I think Tyree Hill is going to have, I, I already expected him to have a massive game, but if it rains, he's going to get a huge separation on those defensive backs. So it's going to be a Tyree kill game in my opinion. Um, but uh Kelsey Kelsey's definitely a play and Daryl Williams, if he's healthy, uh, it would be a start as well. Not too excited about that. Um, so in this game you're starting AJ Brown, you're starting Henry, you're starting Mahomes, you're starting Kelsey, you're starting Hill. Um, really, I don't really feel confident in anyone outside of that on this one. So, uh, those are my starts for the week. Uh, my sit is really any, everyone else. Um, no, no team has a number two outside of Julio and then, uh,
0: and who's got to
1: that hamstring thing or whatever's going on with him? We need to stop making trying to make Nicole Hardman a thing. It's it's not going to happen. Even when they throw to him a ton, it's just he'll have some catches, but he's not going to be effective. Uh, I'm really praying that Flash Gordon becomes more involved. So hopefully be good this is game, the week though.
2: they have they've they've flirted with him this whole time, and I'm hoping that this is the week they give him a couple like let him loose. Yeah, seriously.
0: Yeah, 2022 draft. Why not? 2022 draft is chock full of wide receivers. Kansas city. You all have no excuse. You need to get a wide receiver in this upcoming draft. That's fair. All right. So. Well, uh, let's go to Vegas where all the bets happen.
2: And this should be a great game for the Raiders. They're playing the Eagles. So <laughs> the Eagles defense, uh, appears to stop the big play. So I assume Waller and Renfro will get a decent amount of work. Uh, naturally, Um, the Eagles on the other hand, I don't, I don't know what to say about them. I have, I have nothing to say about them. Uh, they look terrible except for the first drive in the fourth quarter. So everyone and their mother realizes they need to run the ball. So maybe Sirianni decides to do that this week. I don't know. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't know. I'll believe when I see it, I guess. Um, so my start here is the running backs. And of course that means Jacobs. I'm not talking about Drake. I get it. You you could think about it if you need to, but I'm not excited about it. Uh, J- Jacobs probably Drake as well will have a field day. Uh, I don't even like Jacobs. I think Jacobs is very overrated for what he's been the last few years. Uh, but I even think Miles Sanders is startable here. Um, so I get it. I, I I just have to feel like this this is the day. The Raiders' defense is not that great against the run, and I'm tired of saying we need to run the ball to beat teams. But that's exactly how I feel. Uh, but I will say that I, I believe Goddard might obviously, if he plays, you're playing him with, but I have a feeling Goddard just completely benefits from this whole Earth's trade. So, my sit here kind of mentioned this in the big, the, the beginning here is we cannot, we can, we can, the Eagles can do one thing and it's stop the big play. We cover the deep ball, we have those two deep safeties pretty much at every moment. So, um, yeah, Ruggs potentially catches one deep ball, but it's likely not to happen against the Eagles. Honestly, except for Tyree Kill, you're not going to get much deep balls against the Eagles. So um, keep that in mind for your your deep ball runners against the Eagles. Uh, my stop is not throwing good passes to Darren Waller. I get the usage of the wide receivers, getting them involved. like That makes sense, but Waller can do that and more, except for maybe Ruggs because he can't run an 80-yard stretch play. I just feel like he should be fed. Stude is a beast, and as a Waller owner, I want at least ten targets a game. And since his nineteen targets a game in Week One, he's only been averaging seven, which is just not enough. Because they're all—they're not even good throws. They're just like, oh yeah, I guess we'll throw it to Waller. So, uh, design some plays for him. I don't know what it is. I hope this new ownership does that, uh, and I have a feeling they will. And I have a feeling he'll feast against the Eagles. Obviously, you're starting him. I don't. I don't need to tell you that.
0: Yeah feel bad for your
2: eagles man yeah i also saw another meme today and it was uh if you guys have seen squid games or if you haven't um uh-huh. I, s- I saved this one um and it was me uh re- excited for football and then it was like the squid game the old guy smiling and stuff and then the the <laughs> second part was uh sunday watching the eagles and it was like just him curled him up crouched in the yeah corner. yeah that was yeah, pretty that- much
0: that's pretty much how i feel like honestly I'm proud of you for watching something that came out like recently what, dude you? come on man that's fair i guess but. i was about to say what are you talking about you all are never up to what the news no stuff I actually is. i actually
2: caught that jordan was the reason i watched that because he said oh shit this is intense and it was like the day after it came out and i got Kristen to watch it and i fucking hate dub shit but man is it the fucking tits oh yeah it was good
0: real good okay well, we're going to move on to Houston, Arizona. Um, this should be the biggest blowout of the day. I always, you know, whenever you see these big blowout lines, um, I think it's at 18 right now or 18 and a half. One of those two, or no, it's 17 and a half. I just don't really ever find that as like, it doesn't always happen. So I do it always think it makes that me nervous. It makes me extremely nervous because in NFL football, it doesn't, It's not as easy to predict, I don't think, as, you know, 17-5. They're trying to get you to buy into that. But I think the start for this this game is James Conner. I think this is going to be the last week that James Conner gets used heavily. I think Arizona's going to get out to a quick lead, and then they're just going to pound the rock with James Conner for most of the rest of the game. Houston's pretty good against the run, but... I mean, they'll probably get Chase involved a little bit, but why hurt anybody in this game? It shouldn't be that hard to win. I see a potential backdoor cover happening at the end from Houston. Um, my sit for this game is Davis Mills. It's been fun. We love you, Davis. You, you tried your best. Uh, Tyrod, should be, Tyrod should be back next week. Um, so I, I this would not be the week to send poor Davis Mills out there to the Wolves because I don't think it's going to go well. And then stop using Houston players without Tyrod Taylor. So everybody thought, you know, well, Brandon Cooks is good. He should be able to overcome the not having Tyrod Taylor. It shouldn't matter who's the quarterback. Well, it does. Davis Mills sucks. He had one good game, and that was a good matchup for him, and Brandon Cooks did eat. But at the same time, Davis Mills against good teams, it doesn't work out. So – that's that's all I got to say. Arizona rolls. Fire all your Arizona shares up. Hopefully, you've got a bunch of them, and you can fire any of them up. AJ Green, Christian Kirk, whoever. That's fair. Zach Ertz, get him out there. Zach
1: uh, Ertz be an interesting I,
2: start. I, I think that's. I think it's too soon. I think it would if you're be in cool. a GPP
1: on on daily. He'd be a good play.
2: Yeah. For Daly, I like him a lot, but I just, I don't, I want to see him learn the playbook. I just don't assume he's going to be out there all that often unless they like, what the playbook?
0: Kyler scraps the play 13 seconds in, or That's not even 13 seconds. Like just 10 tell, to, tell, seconds him to, in.
2: tell him to go out there and block every Stand play in the just, end zone. And then the,
0: like seven seconds later, just like run a little rub route. Exactly. Literally, all you have to do, Kyler, as long as he's healthy, will scramble out of any play that he called pre huddle. That's fair. Or pre snap.
1: All right, Joe. All right, guys, let's put on our big sunglasses and hop in our hippie van and drive down to L.A. where the L.A. Rams take on the Detroit Kittens uh, at SoFi Stadium. It is a dome, so we don't have to worry about rain. Um, the over-under is 50.5 in this one, so Vegas thinks this is going to be a high score as well. Um, so Staff Daddy's hosting the Lions, uh, and, and Goff's coming to L.A. for the double revenge game. It's kind of an interesting narrative there. Um, I think it's a revenge slash appreciation game because, I mean, obviously Goff got sent to Detroit. The winners there suck. So he's not happy. It's losing games. He's not happy or, or Stafford got out of Detroit and went to LA. So that should be the appreciation. Um, but, but who really cares about that? So the arm of Stafford, the hands of cup and woods and the legs of Henderson will allow the Rams to run up the score big early, um, which sets up the Andre Swift, my boy, a massive game um a game set up so perfect that shakespeare himself could not script it better so um you're starting swift that's my start of the week if you're not already starting him i don't know what the hell is wrong with you uh you got to start him um along with all the rams players they're going to do awesome sony michelle could be valuable in this one um but really for the lions it's hawkinson and swift and uh we're going to sit uh the lions wide receivers it's it, it blows my mind that's also my stop here it's like you know how could like stop not throwing it to your wide receivers one of these guys has got to do something and they're all talented they're all NFL players so make it happen but in the meantime i love the fact they're throwing to the swift there but it's going to be a huge blowout in la uh go rams <laughs>
2: Go Rams and also an update on Cronky. No, I'm just gonna have one. <laughs> the uh, Chargers are coming to St. Louis, Chargers are coming to St. Louis, as I have told you many times. Suspicious
0: emails that were sent to Washington are suddenly poof gone.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet there were some emails about the Rams in there, but anyway, Guaranteed. let's uh let's move on to some other stuff. Let's go on down to the, the town of the cocaine cowboys back in the 90s. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are playing against Atlanta, and this is the battle of the fucking worst the battle of the old london teams two of the four at least one 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 lost uh fun fact about miami they are allowing almost the perfect fantasy game against them they're allowing 432 points average or 432 yards on average 300 passing yards 125 rushing yards so uh yeah you're gonna want to fire up atlanta um so Tua is back and didn't look terrible but miami's Still has no running back, and they should have obviously drafted Najee Harris, which we've talked about. Uh, And it would have been ridiculous if they did, but instead they have Malcolm Gaskin out there or something. Um, Atlanta does have Ridley back from his personal issue, and we're all hoping that everything is okay there. And he comes back with a nice vengeance of the banged-up Miami secondary. Although there is supposed to be thunderstorms there. It is California, or California. It is Florida. So I wouldn't get too worried about the the rain there. I think it'll it'll pass over, or there will be a delay, whatever. Um, Waddle did have his breakout game without Fuller and Parker there. So if they are both out again, obviously fire Waddle up. I think that's obvious. I don't need to tell you that. Uh, my start here is Mister Mike Davis, and of course Cordell, Cordell, and Cordell. You're gonna you're gonna start Cordell and Cordell until further notice at this point. Um, my uh, but I, I Miami can't stop a running back, and if Atlanta could figure it out, they should win this game or at least be winning for the majority of it. So I think Mike Davis is going to be used. Honestly, so far Mike Davis is being used basically the same as Cordell, which I personally disagree with. It should be you know Davis gets the runs, passes for Cordell, but so far they're utilizing them basically exactly the same. If you look at the stats, it's basically the same. Cordell's just done better with it because. You know, faster, bigger, and whatnot. Um, uh, but I think both of these guys are getting 20 points easy. Um, obviously, you're still going to play Ritley, you're going to play your pits if you have them. Um, uh, but I also, oh, well, never mind, let's get into it. Let's my sit here is pits. I, I get it, you're going to play him. Hopefully, you picked up Ertz last week for Pitts's bye, uh, or picked up another tight end throughout the year because Pitts has been only good one game, basically. Uh, But in my opinion, what happens in London stays in London. I think that's the same. (laughs) Um, Pitts isn't going anywhere near what he did two weeks ago. Ridley's back, number one, as as previously mentioned. So most likely he's not getting 10 targets again. And number two, fun fact, no tight end combo has gotten to 75 yards against the Dolphins. So don't expect that 25 performance to happen. (laughs) Um, So Miami's secondary is banged up. But you know, it's going to be linebackers and safeties on them. So just Mike Davis, Cordell, obviously, uh, Ridley, of course, because you can't sit them if you have them. And we're hoping for the best. So my stop is Miami. Just take a second, breathe, and trade for Marlon Mack. I don't know what you're doing. Like your running backs are just fucking awful. Just like Gaskin's got the pass catching attributes that you're looking for, and Mack's not really necessarily the best pass catcher but they're horrible trade a fucking fourth rounder for mac dude like you have the picks right. just go do it man like i i don't even know why you're not getting a running back it's just kind of ridiculous that you haven't done it all off season and now through six weeks you've seen this and you've gone nah we're good we're fine fuck
0: <laughs> fair enough
1: i like um, that note on sleeper that that Max actually, uh, every time he gets the ball, he's good, so it's making it hard for Indy to trade him. Oh, yeah, Come on, dude. Great. You got two great running backs. Just move on. All yeah, right?
0: they they don't need they don't need
1: it, my problem. Do you all find it
0: odd that Miami played in the London game and then comes back and plays another game the next week? I don't
1: know if I've ever seen that before.
0: Usually they have a I heard bye. they
1: elected not to take the bye. That was... I don't well, personally a chose. lot of teams a
2: lot of teams don't like taking the buy early in the season because it feels like you didn't really get, a break. I get it
0: after the London game, I probably would.
2: And they are on the
1: East Coast, so it's not the craziest time difference.
2: I mean they get a couple hours back, but then still they're
1: five, six hours
2: off. It's like it's five hours off. But, but at still. the same time, they could you could you could go there and live your normal life if you're going to practice if you have a practice facility. They're rich. It's not like they have to abide by the rules of London, you know, when they're there. They still play at 8.30 in the I mean, morning. I'm
0: not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I think it's strange. But Move past all it. All right. What? I said move past it. Yeah, we're moving past it. All right. On to Baltimore versus Cincinnati, which I think is the best game in the 12 o'clock window. Personally, um, Cincinnati, kind of a surprising team this year. Baltimore. The game is in Baltimore. Baltimore is favored by six and a half. Uh, my star for this game is pretty much everybody except for Baltimore running backs, really. Um, and it's just because if you're going to win this game, I think it's going to be high scoring. I know that usually these division battles, they devolve into a defensive struggle. I don't think this is the time for that. Not, not this early in the season, at least. I think that they with the weather still warm and there is no rain in the forecast in Baltimore. So I think that, you know, I think you're going to get your guys going. You got Marquise Brown, you got Mark Andrews, you got Jamar Chase, you got Boyd, you got everybody. Fire them all up. I think it's going to be a high scoring, fun game to watch. Um, my sit for this game is actually just Bateman. I, I need to see a little bit more of him being integrated into the offense. So I don't know if yet. I think in the future, Bateman would be a good play. I think he's a good stash on the bench, but I don't think this week. Would be the week I'd start him against Cincinnati, and then my stop is Baltimore running backs. Who the hell knows what's happening with the Baltimore running backs? Latavius Murray scored, Le'Veon Bell scored, uh, Devontae Freeman scored. That was wild. What do you what are you supposed to do with that? Like I don't even know. Like and it was against the Chargers too, so it wasn't even like it was like a the Houston you know Texans. Like it was a good team, and they used a platoon of has been running backs to beat them. It was a very bizarre circumstance. So should be a fun game. It's um, really all I got to say about the game. I just more want to talk about Baltimore for a second. You all need to ch- calm down. You got really lucky a couple of weeks here. Maybe let's tone down the fact that we're five and one best record in the AFC. I don't think you're the best team in the AFC and I don't think anybody else believes that either. They did just beat the chargers. That's fair, but a literally a miracle record breaking kick against the lions, is a reason they won a game and then they they shouldn't indianapolis blew the game against them and they shouldn't have lo- they sh- should have lost that one too and they should have lost against the chiefs too in week two that was when the chiefs were doing very strange things i i don't think this seems very good and i think that the reason that they're five and one is very very lucky
2: I completely agree. I had someone play Lat Murray against me last week, and he got that fucking bullshit touchdown after, all, like, he got it first, and then all all the other running backs got the touchdown. I'm like, why the fuck couldn't you just choose one and not yeah. be Lat Murray? I don't,
0: I have no clue. All
1: right, Joe. Yes. Where are we all flying right. to next?
0: I hate Baltimore, by the way. I'm <laughs>
1: done with him. We're, we're going to show our titties and get some beads and then hop on a bus <laughs> and drive up to Seattle for the rain game. At Lumen Field. This is the Monday night game. Over under here is 43, and honestly, this game should not even be televised. Gino is killing this whole offense. Alex Collins is injured and might not play. Lockett and Metcalf are being held back with Wilson out, and we might have a Rashad Penny sighting, so that's a thing. Jeez, this this, this, whole offense this talks, season,
0: man. man. Yeah, he's yeah. just coming off IR. I'm kidding. It's
1: horrible. It's horrible. Um, Kamara and Winston are going to move the ball really effectively against this, this lowly team and old Petey is going to chop his gum harder and harder this entire game. Just watch it. It's going to be really entertaining. Uh, it's going to be the only entertaining part of this game. Uh, Marquez Calloway starting to look like the guy we expected in the preseason. He's coming on a little bit. Uh, he is a sell high for me right now with Michael Thomas coming back. So if he has a good game, throw him on the trade block and, and see if you can get something out of him. Um, so I think the saints handle this one pretty easily. Uh, Kamara should have a monster game against that defense, especially if we have some rain in, in the forecast. So, uh, it should be pretty good. So, um, start the saints, sit the, uh, sit the Seahawks and, uh, stop making us watch this shit. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not their fault. To
2: be fair, this game should have been good or what we would yeah, have last year. It would have be been awesome.
1: awesome. Yeah, that's
2: true. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't have a witty saying, but we're gonna we're gonna go to the New York Giants, and they're playing Carolina. So I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I don't, I don't really have anything for this game because like Carolina's playing really below themselves, and the Giants are just the Giants. So uh, my start here is I'm just I'm just gonna jump right in. I'm sorry. Is that all right? Uh, I'm gonna start here as uh, Sterling Shepard, and until he's injured again, he's in every one of my lineups. Um, he's looked great all season that he's played. And I think he will until Tony and Galladay are both healthy. They're both presumably out at this point. And with Saquon out as well, I imagine he will continue to get his ridiculous workload. Uh, that 14 targets last week and then no one else being out there. Sure. Slayton might come back, but I don't think anyone's worried about that. So yeah, it's Carolina's D and they're pretty decent, but their, their corners are still a little suspect. So I'm not, I'm not I'm not. I, I mean, I just feel like the the ridiculous target share is going to be there. So, uh, my sit here is Daniel Jones, and the reason I'm saying this is because if you have you know Chuba Hubbard, you're playing him, and if you have DJ Moore, you're playing him. I think you all know that Robbie Anderson is not startable or maybe even rosterable at this point. And then Sam Darnold, you can think about it if you want. I'm not going to do it, but if you wanted to start him with the bias, sure, whatever. Uh, my sit here is Daniel Jones. I just, I this is the Daniel Jones that I expected last year, the Eli Manning games, the three interceptions and a fumble. I mean, yeah, they played the Rams. I get it. Um, but in reality, after that, a concussion, it appears that running is going to be to a minimum at this point. And uh, I think that's where he gets the majority of his points, or at least it pads the stats and makes it look like a better game, even if he doesn't have a good game. So until he's really fully clear to run the ball and scramble as he wants to, um, I just don't think he's fantasy relevant. There's a chance that he just throws really well, like he did, you know, three weeks ago, but I'm, I'm not banking on that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that you're not going to want to start him at this moment. Um, my stop was, what the fuck, Mike Rule? Like, not placing McCaffrey on the IR, and then on Saturday, after being a 50-50 decision, he was close to returning, you put him on IR after two weeks of sitting him. Why didn't you just put him on IR in the first place? Like, well, see, why? Like, seriously, like, what? Well, like, obviously, player health is more important than fucking fantasy football. No one wants to receive a repeat injury or, you know, but it appeared that he was or, uh, trending in the right direction or at least, like, you know, somebody would have told us that he was trending in the right direction. Like, why why are we lying? Like, why can't we have normal news? I get that you don't want to give away your playbook and say, oh, McCaffrey's out on Tuesday. But just say McCaffrey's out on Tuesday. We're putting him on IR after his injury. We're not sure about this hamstring injury, but – You've lost three in a row without McCaffrey. So he's obviously directly tied to your team's success. So fortunately you have a couple easy games coming up, but by the way, you guys have played nothing's easy at this point. So um, I just, just do better by all of us signed McCaffrey <laughs> fantasy football owners. Seriously.
0: <laughs> it is the darn truth. And it would have opened up a roster spot a lot earlier. So I don't really know why you didn't do that, but that's neither here nor there. Um <sighs> All right, well, I'll get on to my maybe weirdly competitive game. Green Bay versus Washington. So it's in Green Bay, but the point spread is only 8.5 in favor of Green Bay. Seems weird. I don't know. What does Vegas know about this game? that we I feel don't like know? they don't like giving out high plus minus. I mean, that's already a lot of points. I mean, they are they have three double digits this week, and this isn't one of them. It's very, very odd. But I, mean, I don't know. Washington's a sneaky team, man. Like I get it's Heineke. It, it's Heineke. That that's you just
2: stop there. Okay. Are they well, the
1: most disappointing team this year? I mean,
2: um, I had really no. no I think right? honestly, and I mean, Probably. I I called this. I called this, but I think the Dolphins are the most disappointing. Team. Yeah, Forty Nine ers are pretty disappointing. They're building a yeah. team. The forty, but the Forty Nine ers have a decent record still. I mean, two and, and three. three
1: yeah, I guess that's not that should great. be I better. Thought they, I thought they were three and three. My bad. Okay, the football but, team's defense has to be the most that is for sure.
0: The for sure worst, like what we thought. Well, same as same with Indy. Here.
1: Everyone had Indy going
2: into the year as the number one defense in fantasy, and they've done like nothing. They they can't stop the ball. Yeah. Right. So cool. I mean, the, I think that's the thing that if we haven't preached this enough, go play IDP leagues because this is why team defenses is a stupid. You yeah, go out there very and you stupid. drafted the indie defense at fucking in the tenth round, and you're sitting there like, "Why'd I do that? I could have grabbed, you know, Jamar Chase or something."
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I agree. There, but, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I get what you meant. Um, all right. Anyway, back to Green Bay versus Washington. So my start for this game is the old boy Ricky Seals Jones. Um, I like what he did last week against KC. Uh, I, I would like to see Heineke use him more. It um, seems that he likes the tight end. So I think that, that could be a possible, I'm not even going to say anybody. Obviously you're starting everybody on green Bay. Like that should be obvious. I, I if you need me to tell you you're starting Lazard. start your, you know, honestly against Washington, maybe probably not maybe, but as, as far as somebody you're actually thinking about, maybe starting versus it. not, Ricky sorry. Seals-Jones would be my pick, um, especially because tight ends very thin this year, and we have a lot of buys, so maybe you need one. Ricky Seals-Jones would be my guy. My sit is his quarterback, Taylor Heineke. Uh, I'm out on Heineke. He makes a couple of fun plays per game, but for the most part – it's bad decisions. It's interceptable balls. It's nothing that would make you think Washington is of any threat. And poor Terry McLaurin, get this kid a fucking quarterback, please. It's sad. He's to the watch. new Allen Robinson. We, dude. I mean, for real though, it feels like Allen Robinson all over again. Um, and my stop for this game is stop being disappointed by Washington. They suck. I mean, outside of Antonio Gibson, Terry, I mean Terry McLaurin's good, but it's Washington. Their their quarterback situation is a mess. I'm not sure how much more better it would have been with Brian Fitzpatrick, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but it, it would be better than this, obviously. But I'm not sure how much better because it didn't look great when he got injured. So, I if you're a Washington fan, next year it's coming. Get get a top ten draft pick. Is Ryan, Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick
2: could come back?
1: Isn't he, seven. He, a, yeah, it was week seven, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, he could come back this week technically.
0: I, 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 he's, I not, don't, he's not. I have not to.
1: heard any words. So no,
2: no no, no, no. I actually just looked him up, but uh, technically he could come back,
1: but I don't think he's going to. A hip he's, injury for someone that old is no joke. Oh
0: damn, we're doing old people hip injuries. Did oh. you hear the rumor that he got hurt on a water slide?
1: That's awesome.
0: He injured his hip at a water park. I love him. That That was just just a rumor. That was just a rumor going around in Washington is that he was at a water park. It's sad because Ryan Fitzpatrick's
2: had such a weird storied career. And then he finally goes to a team that has like potentially playoff aspirations. And then this was a playoff team. We all like immediately. Well, I didn't, but you know, it's fine. You thought this was a better team than what they are. Well, obviously, I mean, you know, but it's NFC East, man. You never can really rule
1: anything out. It's true. Cowboys dominant.
0: All right, Joe. Finish this out.
1: All right, Double. guys. Let's for this last one, let's let's slow it down a little bit. Shut the door. Run some hot water. <laughs> get your shaving cream out. Put it on and get your razors out because we're going to Gillette Stadium yeah, for the Jets and New England. Um, surprisingly, we have good weather for this one. And uh Yeah, there'll be fog
0: half. Of the yeah, of the probably.
1: Uh, over under 42 and a half. So Vegas is not expecting anything good out of this one. Now this will be my most offensive, uh, game review. So if you want fast forward a minute and, uh, we'll catch you later. Um, the jets are coming off a buy, uh, Zach Wilson's really been struggling, um, And this one, they, uh, they get bill Belichick who, uh, consistently art Kelly's rookie quarterback. And by art (laughs) Kelly, I mean, he's going to piss on Zach Wilson's face. I mean, that's, that's what's going to happen in this one. So it, uh, it's not going to be a good game by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so really, um, I mean, Carter's solid crowders back. Corey Davis is okay at this point. Um, I don't know how you can trust any of them starting. I, I really can't on the Patriots side. It's kind of the same thing. I expect the Patriots to utilize everyone, um, and really don't anticipate a big game from anyone. So if I can, I'm looking to bench everyone I can in this game. Um, Ramondre Stevenson is starting to be more involved now, but it's still the Damian Harris show until further notice. So he's really my only start for this whole week. So start Damian Harris to everybody else. And, uh, Stop letting Bill Belichick disrespect rookie quarterbacks. It's just, it's just mean. That's
2: pretty good. So I will say I am excited about Michael Carter. I think that this man could be the the real deal, and he's actually done well on the Jets with limited carries, and they're not even using him as a pass catcher, which is what he primarily was in North Carolina. So I am excited about that. The team's bad, but he's actually doing well in
1: the run, even behind a makeshift offensive line, and terrible I like, quarterback i like player. michael carter a lot as a player i just think bill belichick is going to oh oh no i don't there. i don't
2: mean in this game I oh just yeah in okay.
1: general no, no, like yeah, as in a, general yeah if, i agree with
2: you Le'Veon bell couldn't do it coming back from his year hiatus which he said he was in better shape than he was when he was in pittsburgh which obviously is a lie because it's looked terrible sense but um although he did get a touchdown last week so that's cool
0: anybody going to the jets is gonna look bad so i
2: just but michael carter doesn't like, honestly, like, watching the film, he doesn't look bad. Like, if they gave him 20 carries a game, I think that that team would do better naturally. Probably. So, I don't know. I'm just, just saying a fun fact about that. And Ty Johnson hasn't, you know, and Tevin Coleman haven't done shit there, so. No. Team's been bad.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that finishes up this week. A um, couple of fun games in there. Overall, kind of a mess. It's Armageddon uh, <laughs> with this many t- Teams on a buy, this many good teams on a buy at one time. That's not typically what ends up happening. So, all right. Follow us on Twitter at Offensive Points, at Josh Hall STL, at OP Economist, and at Ombre Vendor. Follow us on TikTok at The IDP Army. Uh, get into the Discord, uh, buy the Ultimate IDP Index. Uh, Jordan in IDP Bomber are fixing that up every single day. Actually, they're updating it daily. And then on the weekends, Sunday, if you have any start-sit questions, pop into the YouTube and maybe ask a question if you need. If you really need desperate advice, Jordan's good for desperation. So get him and his 0-6 teams that he's sporting (laughs)
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe don't ask him but you should he's, he's still one of us guy. will probably defensively be well, he's got so.
0: defensively he's got a good call in every other thing no i might okay. be there
2: this week too so i might give you some actual good advice
0: nice all right well joe get us out of here
1: all right guys enjoy week seven uh we're looking forward to it as much as you are win your games win some money in daily if you have questions you know where to find us um if if not, we will see you in week eight for our Halloween edition of Offensive Ooh. Points. So are <laughs> ready for it. Good night. Good luck.